Welcome back, fellow geeks, for another episode of the Sandbox Gamers After Dark podcast. All six of you, thank you for joining us. We're a podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about life, love, and the pursuit of vidya. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your co-host with the most, Wonder Rob, coming at you live. Well, semi-live, that is, from Southern California. And on the line with me are two of my best Arizona friends in the metaverse. The Miyamoto, Miyamoto-san of our podcast, Vactor. Do not worry about my retirement. Uh, maybe go outside. Ah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and, and our very own Kojima. The always angry I'm, Jeff I'm, W. The second. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Quick, hit us with your, uh, hit us with your Kojima impression. I do not swear English. Uh, I made Metal Gear. I'm not <laughs> doing that. Just like him. It was uncanny, actually. And I'm Cliffy B. Remember Cliffy B. From Gears of War. War. <laughs> yeah. Is that guy still around? Is that guy even making games anymore? He made he some. I just saw him on a podcast recently, but I think he's going the way of Justin Roiland. Uh-oh. Ooh. Uh-oh. Well, that's a, we'll leave that up to our listeners to Google. Yikes. But thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming back for episode 50. This is episode 50, you guys. We should Ooh. be on... Well, it's longer than 50, actually, if you count all the separate Sandbox Schemers After Darks that we made Ooh. before we merged the podcast but you know what age is just a number right jeff yeah a lot, a lot of traps in this uh in this intro let's just just get on through it you know well, thanks yep. everybody for sticking with us through 50 episodes we appreciate it if you're not already subscribed that's weird because you've been here for 50 episodes but go ahead and hit subscribe anyway and while you're at it, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any one of these podcatchers that gives you the opportunity to leave us a nice review, well, why don't you go ahead and do that for us? Because every little bit helps. We're just a baby podcast, and we want to be up there with the big boys. We want to be up there with the with the Jeff Kanadas and the Spice Man. We want to <laughs> be up there with... We're, none of us are ever going to be asked to co-host DLC if we don't get this podcast up <laughs> so share this podcast with the hopes that one of us or all three of us will eventually get asked to co-host dlc with jeff canada that was pretty good pretty good sales pitch if you ask me yeah. all right so we got a lot to talk about this week there's been tons of video game news since the last episode i got a psvr2 we're going to talk last of us episode seven plus all the games we've been playing but first we're going to start with a little bit of well, I guess you could call it After Dark content because Trent, Trenty boy, the man with the plan, had quite the interesting morning. And we said, let's talk about it on the pod. So I'm not even going to spoil it. I'm going to let you talk about it, Factor. Tell us what happened to you today. When I came in, there's my job has 24-7 coverage. It's 365, 24-7. They never close. So there's a AM. And it's not a circle K. <laughs> we'll just put, a, it, let's put that out there. AM, a PM, and a moonlight, which is the overnight crew. So when I came in this morning, the moonlight crew 
was looking pretty thin. Let's just say it was a lot quieter in there than when I normally come in. Mm. And I didn't think anything of it. But I looked around and noticed that there was very few individuals in this environment. There was one person who was very annoying who <laughs> stood there and said, <laughs> they just let all of moonlight go they're gone oh wow so this is when you first got in they already yeah that knew. was the first thing that was said to oh me. Wow. okay so you kind of knew this from like the jump i thought yeah. you heard about this like a little bit later in the day okay these are the rumors that go through <clears throat> throughout the the ripples that go through the pond right right so that was i come in at 5 45 in the morning Yikes. We had a whole other set a whole other problem right there. But, <laughs> all right. We had two meetings. We had emailed to us. These were not pre-planned meetings. Two of them were emailed to us. All right, you guys. There's a 10 o'clock meeting and an 11 o'clock meeting. So at 545, we're like, all right, we're getting fired, everybody. We're all having a good time. <laughs> 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 we're, we're getting fired. <laughs> Everybody's laughing. Having a good old time. Nobody's not- working, I bet. <laughs> what we did not take that serious because we've had team meetings before. This wasn't out of the norm, but it was just weird that we had never, we weren't told about it ahead of time. Cause usually they give us advance notice like, oh, okay, we're going to have a meeting everybody. So from five 45 till 10 AM, it's just, let's just say the tension in the room slowly ratcheted up <laughs> to the point where it's 10 a.m. and everybody is about to kill themselves with they're they've no, got their no. hands on the trigger. And so <laughs> we've all been had hours of speculation of what's going on. And then all right. Well if I don't see you it was nice and knowing you. I think we should add too so we're messaging through this and like we kind of know and there's an article out that says hey x uh, place just let x amount of people go and i didn't know, know that jeff yeah. decided that he wanted to be the super sleuth and discover <laughs> this for me and say mm-hmm. hey look they're, they're <laughs> killing everybody because at that point it was just a joke it was like ah, uh-huh, we're all getting fired and then jeff's like yeah you are so that was nice <laughs> for jeff to reinforce hey, reputable, that. reputable tech <laughs> uh outlet here's did an article send, about you guys getting fired did you send that article to everybody after yes. that i posted yeah. it in the work chat i was sending it all around hey guys we are getting fired it's like a it's like a disease like it started with this like with the little thing and then it spread with that. imagine and you the- open google news and you see your job is letting people go and there's just news happening. Yeah. and you look around so, and nobody's there Uh-oh. well that was oh, well here's man. the other thing the thing that actually gave it you know at that point when I first heard it, I was just laughing, aha, uh-huh. because even if they did let Moonlight go, okay, they're not going to let AM go, like the the actual core guys right. that are coming in. The thing that that tipped the scales to me was my manager was not showing up, and he didn't message us every morning. He messages us the team, like, okay, here's the agenda, here's what's going on, and and uh, make sure you do an emoji so that everybody responds. No message in the in the group chat. And so and I had seen him earlier in the day because when I came in at 545, I I was talking to him about Mandalorian, which just 
came out with season three today, earlier today. So I knew he was there, but he wasn't messaging in the chat. So I said, okay, something's wrong here. Then in that, in our work chat, one guy responds, hey, just to confirm, uh, so-and-so messaged our boss guys and he no longer works for this company. And we're like, what? What, what, what? <laughs> Everybody's posting memes. What? So I was like, all right, there may be some truth to these rumors here. Now, I was also scheduled for the 11 o'clock meeting. I had, there was the 10 o'clock meeting, my lunch, and then my meeting after lunch. So I was like, all right, the 10 o'clock people are going to decide what is actually going to happen here. 10 o'clock meeting happens. A couple individuals that I don't like go into the meeting those individuals don't come out so i was like yeah they're gone they're gone and <laughs> in security, back in mind, so am i here i go <laughs> well, yeah. I, th I thought okay yeah that is for sure yeah we're getting fired because mm -hmm. security is cleaning up their desk like i was like they didn't even let them go back to their desk no no no, no you can't do that they didn't even walk them out but then there were some individuals that came out of it and we're shaking hands. Hey, uh, <laughs> real quick. Once I, so I, I remember this was a couple of jobs ago. I, a guy, they um, somebody. So they fired this guy. This this job was full of a bunch of pussies because they would wait until these people went to break, especially the smokers. They wait till the smokers go downstairs and they would follow them and be like, "Hey, man, we're letting you go." And then they wouldn't let him back in the building. You know. And uh, wow. this one guy, they fired him. They went down and did it. And like, I was so innocent. Like, I saw somebody carrying because he had all these plants, like a gigantic plant. Definitely and somebody's carrying. Like, oh, man. they got Tim a plant. That's nice. But they were actually fucking firing. Is that Tim carrying him out? I was like, oh my bad. I think so it was like on. my first job out of school. <laughs> Trent did so. This 10 a.m. meeting, the first meeting, did some people not get fired, or did everybody in that meeting get fired? Every person in that meeting got Oh, okay. Fired. And there some was people came back with the handshake stuff. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The people who came back, they were like, okay, it was nice knowing you. Uh, looked me up on LinkedIn. And I was like, uh -huh. oh, boy. My eyebrows just raised. I was like, uh. Like the meeting was like, everybody who still works here, please stand up. Not so fast, Isaiah. <laughs> oh, that's a name I just made up. That could have been anybody. I don't know if there's an Isaiah that works with Trent. Uh, <laughs> <so>. Tommy. <laughs> yeah, Tommy. <laughs> so that meeting happens, right? And I'm on lunch when all of this is happening. Or I'm about to go to lunch, I should say, because I'm still working. So the 10 a.m. gets out. And then I go to my meet on uh, my lunch. I'm like, all right, I, now I have an hour to think about that I'm about to get fired. Is hair on fire for everybody else too? Like I imagine once people heard that, they were like, oh, you know, like maybe you, I guess you weren't there. You were at lunch. Yeah, I was but... on lunch, so I didn't see the full <sighs> scope of it. That would have been a great like room full of chaos to see. We we have a Discord chat with some of my uh, better okay, friends yeah. at, at the job, so that's where. It was, uh, we were all saying, all right, now Tommy <laughs> stayed home today. Tommy is a listener of this podcast from time to time. Yeah. I don't know if and his name's been changed to protect his identity. <laughs> so it's, it's T-O-M-M-I is how we're spelling it. <laughs> so Tommy, I said, all right, Tommy, you stayed home today. This was a great day for you to stay home. You got fired on your day off, Tommy. So that was where 
I was at in my chat. And I was also talking to you guys and to some other friends. So the 11 o'clock, oh yeah, so I go out of my lunch, I come back to work. I think I I worked for like a minute and then I was like, all right, time to go get fired. So I'm like cleaning up my desk. I'm uh, clearing my cash and cookies on my browser. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to leave any trails on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was packing oh, up man. my backpack. So I'm like, all right, what's the easy exit? What's the exit route? So then I was like, all right, let's go, guys. So I go into the 11 o'clock meeting. all backed up. He's kind of <laughs> And they go, oh, and I told my wife, all right, I'm coming home for lunch. I'm coming home at noon today. So after uh, in the meeting, we sit down. There's like a somber tone in the room. Everybody's like the the managers in that meeting room are looking like they're about to fire us. And the first thing that comes out of their mouth, well, you guys are safe. Everyone else <laughs> in the other meeting got fired. And oh, by the way, I'm getting fired. The person who was delivering this <laughs> message. Why did they stay there? <laughs> well, these are his own throat. <laughs> well, these are like higher ups. I'd have been like, like, bye. They go, <laughs> You're firing me. You can tell said, these guys. There, uh, uh, there's two of them in the room and they're like, all right, just to show you guys how deep this goes, I'm only going to be here till April. And that person's only going to be here till March just to show you how deep this goes. And these are like higher ups, like I said. So no. they were, and then they, you know, they went into the crisis management and, uh, all right, here's why, here's why that we're doing these cutbacks and we don't got no tell money. anybody. <laughs> oh man. Don't tell anybody like, cause the PM crew still hasn't come in yet. So <sighs> they've, had some layoffs that were going to occur and some people Just were going to get tell saved them before they come in man oh, yeah, yeah really yeah <laughs> so y'all are getting fired by yeah she said this <laughs> that reminds so me that of when point, i was uh when <clears throat> sorry to interrupt but way back when i worked at yelp i would see the new hires come in they would walk in like a train like and here's the kitchen and here's the this oh. day, and the other and i remember Jeez. one time i was the new hire train was walking by me and he was walking by them. And the last person at the train, I tapped him on the shoulder and he stopped and looked at me and I said, leave while you can. <laughs> <laughs> then I just kept walking. Oh. Was that out here? Never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never. Heard. I was like, that's oh, going to get me in trouble, man. I think, but I never heard anything about it. After. All right. Continue. <laughs> continue. So once I heard that, I was like, all right, I'm safe. Now I can go back to doing what I do, talking to my friends. Did, uh, did they give so, any, like, they just basically told you you were safe. That was kind of it. Yeah. No explanation as to why? Uh, like They said it, the people that we saved in this room had the best numbers and also the best adherence. Those were the, the things uh, that kept us. So it was time. Yeah. Well, there you go. Our boy still has a job. <laughs> I thought you were going to have to go into podcasting full time. Ooh. <laughs> That's what I was worried yeah, about. Using this webcam for something different. 
Yep, you got you know, start shaping them pages. toes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, Jeff and I are both pleased that you are not destitute. So congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still having a job. Yes. Congratulations. Oh, snap. That would have been the perfect spot for that sound effect. Factor found a job. That's what the <laughs> should have been. All right. So now we can move on to the actual video game news. But before we do that, just a real quick second. I always have to tell you in case you forget that Jeff W. is always DTF. Oh, snap. (laughs) Jeff W. Always DTF. Stands uh, stands for Down to Talk Fun, of course. So, Trent, why don't you hit him with that video game news? Oh, yeah. This week, we had two different Let's Plays, Stata Plays, whatever they're called, from PlayStation and Nintendo. But before we get into what happened there... Both Jeff and Rob collectively cream their jeans because <laughs> Elden Ring is getting an expansion. Yes. And this expansion may go into its biggest mystery, Maquella. Who's Maquella, boys? Maquella uh, was um, our boy Shaf's mate when he was growing oh. up. it's why he knows spanish now as a grown white man yes that's not racist it's a fact (laughs) yeah apparently mcquella is all over the world of elden ring but you never actually see them in person you you know the thing about elden ring was like i feel like at a certain point you're just (laughs) like i don't give a shit what's happening in the story i'm just dodging like debris and like you know what i mean like you're just trying to survive like i'm like i don't even I'm just going to the next mission. I don't know what the hell is happening here. Um, That's true. There's not much of a story. Uh, yeah. You gotta, you gotta become the Elden Lord. Don't burn the tree down, but I did. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, this is cool if they do, uh, like a, a whole new area, but they already expanded into that. Like, um, what do you call it? Coliseum. I the guess. Coliseums. Like they already did that with the with that PvP uh, update, but like I'm just wondering, will this be like an additional section of the map, or will this be something you have to like launch into? On I the hope side? it's something that you have to launch into, like like the DLC for Spider Man, for example, where it's just mm-hmm. its own thing. Because of course I'm on New Game Plus right now and so if there are barriers that i have to cross in order to get to this particular place i don't necessarily want to have to do that all again right i imagine this will be some like portal door that like launches you into like some other area i'm hoping you thought these people fucked you up (laughs) take a look at these guys (laughs) so this is coming to ps4 ps5 xbox one Xbox Series X and S and PC. And I don't think From does a lot of like additional DLC for their games, like like substantial ones. I, I don't believe. I usually, I, or, and I could be totally wrong, but I feel like they kind of move on and go to the next game. Um, so I think that like that uh, Armor Core Eight or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, it's uh, it's interesting that they're you know like I guess that's how big this game is. Is you know. It's forcing them to like invest in the the IP now. Now that it's so big, yeah. right? 
This is called Shadow of the Ert Tree. E-R-D. Ert Tree. <laughs> and it's currently in development, so there's no release date or any other things. They just released an image, which looks well, like a bunch of jellyfish in a field. If it comes out tree. this year, Elden Ring might win Game of the Year two years in a row. Has there been any game that has ever done that before? This is going to be the first. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll tell you one that's probably not going to be winning Game of the Year, and that's Rocksteady's Suicide Squad, which <laughs> they this was supposed to be the highlight of PlayStation's state of play. Like I said, we'll talk about that in a second. But this Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, which had been delayed from last year and is now coming out in May, had a lot of people coming away saying, wait, that's what this game is? <laughs> and they showed about 10 minutes of footage. Did you boys, as Jeff says, did you peep it? <laughs> I um, did. Jeff yeah. peeped it too. <laughs> yeah. This was, you could never, like if you would have told me that that's what this game was, I don't think I would have, like, I would have never believed you. Like, <laughs> I was thinking we're going to get like a co-op single player story that is going to be like kind of, uh, I don't know, tight, let's say, like the normal Rocksteady releases. You know, you don't have a lot of open-ended stuff in those games, meaning there's not, you know, fucking weapon drops and weapon rarities. Like this isn't, this is basically Destiny or... uh What's the uh, what's the Ubisoft equivalent vector of the game we played? Uh, those two years it came out. You're in like the oh, New York the division. Uh, the division, yeah. This mm -hmm. looks like the division. This looks terrible. Yeah. It looks awful. And there's like, I don't know. It just looks like shit. It like I don't I don't understand like who I mean. I could be it could be okay, but this is just not what I think anybody wanted. And I'm actually super uh, disappointed that Rocksteady has been gone for, what, <clears throat> seven years making something and this is what you come out with? Uh, like, this looks like shit, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> is all I can There's say. the always angry Jeff. <laughs> Tell him, Jeff. That we all love. <laughs> yeah, the footage that they showed actually kind of looks like Borderlands, but <laughs> Boomerang is in the game and he uses a fucking gun. He doesn't even use the boomerang. Uh -huh. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> it it actually reminded me of Crackdown. That's what the first yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it seems like Crackdown. It looks like it too. Yeah, you're right. Which a lot of people don't like, but I actually liked Crackdown and trying to collect all the orbs all over the place and getting stronger and stronger. Well, the first one was really good, I thought, but the second one, not so much. <laughs> So yeah. this looks like they're also going to be this, you know, this lot, the, the current trend of live service games where everything is about buying jackets and shirts and leveling up that cosmetic stuff. Um, not what I was expecting. And also I did find it interesting that the very first time we saw the trailers, there was no in-game footage. It was just these, Cut scenes yeah. the whole time. So I was like, why are they teasing Seems Kevin like Conroy? Hiding this. So yeah. very live service Destiny, Marvel's Avengers. Not very uh not exactly what we wanted out of this. So right. we'll look at this when it comes out 
Suicide Squad, but I think my enthusiasm dropped a little bit when I saw this. They put a jetpack on a shark. Get the fuck out of here. Well, that's cool, Jeff. That's how it's going to be. They're going to make it fun. That's how they're going to get King Shark around this. Like, what the hell is going on here? And what would you do if you saw a giant shark on a jetpack, Jeff? Would you move out of Metropolis? <laughs> well, I think I'd shit I my pants first, and then yeah, and then I get the hell out of here. Yeah, I'm still probably gonna play it, but I agree with Trent. My my enthusiasm for this has dropped. I, uh, I hope I, I don't get think Gotham of, knighted again. When's the last game? Can you even think of one where you saw you were like hyped going into it, and then you saw what, what just the trailer, and you were. Like, oh, I don't want this game. I can't even think of one. Mm. Yeah, I can't. Nothing off the top of my head. Like, I just, it totally, like, and you know, in in a year of all these games where I'm trying to finish Hogwarts and try to do all this other shit, like, if you make the, like, this is a non-purchase for me now because I just, I have other things to play that I, at least I know the game that I'm getting. Like, you know, Diablo is going to be Diablo. This isn't... (laughs) I don't have to be surprised about what I'm going to actually purchase. Well, we'll see. We'll see, won't we, Jeff? (laughs) We're also going to see Miyamoto-san because he says, don't worry about his Nintendo retirement, Jeff. Maybe go outside a bit. (laughs) You don't need to go outside, Jeff. (laughs) Miyamoto told you. I just, I feel like, I'm back on to say more about it, but. Does me is Miyamoto really that integral to Nintendo on a on a day-to-day operations at this point? You know what I mean? He probably is the idea, man. He's like, what if? And the this I just realized the accent I'm doing might sound insensitive. So I'm gonna ax that. <laughs> that was Mexican. Oh, that was not that's Asian. That's true. That's true. It all comes out Australian whenever I do an accent. <laughs> um He probably is the idea, man. He probably sits around and goes, What if Mario had a cat suit? <laughs> Draw it up, boys. Cat Mario. Like that. <laughs> Miyamoto joined Nintendo back in 1977, if you didn't know. And he's been, he's been all over these Super Nintendo World theme park openings uh, in California last week, which, Wonder Rob, show us some footage of Super Nintendo World. Cut to okay. it right now. Right now. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I feel like um, Miyamoto, he's more like the face man. He's like Stan Lee from Marvel. Like, yeah, you know, he came up with all the stuff, but he doesn't really have much to do with anything anymore. Yeah, in in 2015, he took a more fluid role as the representative director and creative fellow. I guess that's his official title at Nintendo. Creative fellow. But he used to be the senior managing director. Well, so... It looks like, oh, Jeff, you had something to say. Sorry about what? About Miyamoto. <laughs> Miyamoto. Oh, he just turned like, seventy, was... celebrating his fifty-sixth anniversary with the company. Oh, yeah, go outside, Miyamoto. I, don't ah! know. I just said what I had to say. What the hell is he doing? He's not retiring because he's he's the hot shot. Like he's not going to give that give that up. Uh, to, yeah, you know, I just don't think see, he's doing much to be honest. I used to I see think, him on Jimmy Fallon whenever the there was a new Wii game, like a Wii, a yeah, Switch thing. Mm-hmm. Jimmy would be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe how good this is!" Oh my god, 
Well, I just also don't think, because I mean, like if you look at directs now, they always pull out, they have their uh, their cast of characters, right? You know, and it's probably been like this for a, a long time, but you know, since the age of like the internet, you know, you get to see the faces like, hey, this guy is going to come in and report on Zelda. Like I'm sure, I'm sure they get like an approval from Miyamoto, but I'm sure he's not like... Like, I'm just saying, like, if he leaves today, I don't think Nintendo is, like, crumbling to the ground and making unfun games, you know? I just don't... Like you said, like Rob says, like, I think he might be like, you know, oh, what if uh, what if a cat, you know, was Mario was in a cat suit? Or what if what Mario if, uh, was in a car? What if there was an evil Luigi yeah. who did the L backwards? <laughs> what, if, what if you could use this vacuum for more than just vacuuming? What if what you if could get ghosts? Donkey Kong yeah. and Diddy Kong kissed. <laughs> and he told NPR in an interview, I always say, if it's really nice outside, you should just go play outside. <laughs> yeah, that's some boomer mentality right there. <laughs> so he wants you to go out and touch the grass, Jeff. Uh, yeah, I mean... All right, buddy, just let it go. <laughs> I tell him, when Jeff. do they retire in Japan? What's the is it sixty five? They work work till they die. They, yeah, they, die? <laughs> they don't really have like a retirement. So if he uh-huh. retires, his he mm-hmm. will not have parents that are proud of him. So he has to work. <laughs> wow, wow. And then we had the two big company wide things: the PlayStation State of Play, which had new trailers for Street Fighter Six, Baldur's Gate Three, and. Chia, <laughs> the plant that grows. <laughs> oh no, the pottery that grows. Yeah. Uh, was there anything specifically you boys enjoyed out of this? Uh, oh, you know, I was actually happy when uh, when they showed Street Fighter and it was a fighting game. Yeah, Dang. that was cool. That was and they were cool on the street. Fire. Yeah, <laughs> and there were six characters. <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> Zangief uh, is not bad guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I got the. You guys may or may not know this. I acquired a PSVR two, and I was uh, pleased with what I saw in the the VR department. But the one game that stood out was Humanity. Now that Ooh. game looks pretty pretty interesting to me. Uh, where there are lines of people, uh, kind of like lemmings, I guess, is what I've heard it being described as, uh, but with people. And it looks pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. I like to play. <laughs> that was the big one for me. Anyone for you, Jeff, that stood out? Um, No, I, I mean, actually, it was funny. I made the joke, but uh, I think probably, you know, Street Fighter. Like, I think... It's it's funny because that's again that's going to be a game I'm probably going to have to wait because I'm no I'm no I'm not going to play enough of it to warrant you know sixty or seventy dollars whatever they charge, but uh, that game looks really cool like it it is like the art style change up they did I feel like is is very cool they have like a bunch of the graffiti art on that so I was um I was pretty happy with that uh, the VR stuff was boring to me. Um, and uh yeah the uh rob said the <clears throat> the game humanity would well, actually like because i didn't watch the state of play live i just watched looked at stuff after but uh that coming from the uh the tetris effect people 
uh, is actually what has me the most intrigued, you know, like, cause, uh, Tetris effect is pretty great. And, um, yeah, it's I'm a good just game. kind of hyped on seeing, uh, what they actually do. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it. You know, uh, I don't watch anime, so Naruto doesn't mean anything to me. So Dang. you're getting a rude <laughs> well, out here. I skipped should. That, yeah. I skipped it. You should watch it. Well, what about well, we're this not Nintendo? Weebs. Hey, what about this Pokemon Day, Jeff? <laughs> oh yeah, never mind, <laughs> Jeff's like a weeb. Like Grandpa. Hey, what about this? <laughs> what about Pokemon? this Pokemon? What quick, about name this name stuff? your favorite uh, first generation Pokemon. Go quick, go quick, go uh, quick, go gee, quick, go uh, right you, right you. You just made that up. That's not even real. That's <laughs> Pikachu's evolution. <laughs> <laughs> I I could have said any name. I, could have, I would have been like, anime. oh cool, Link Blorp. <laughs> Oh, I like him too. He's pretty cute. <laughs> um, yeah, there's nothing here that looks great. You know, it's funny because the most I get out of Pokemon these days, aside from uh, a game here and there, is like, for me, it's just like nostalgia. Like, I don't really actively engage in it, you know, right now, especially after. I mean, for me as a kid, it was the first like 100 or 150 Pokemon or whatever. Um, so those are the ones that I like identify with. I can never name, you know, many of them after that. Uh, I'd have a really tough time, but, um, it looks like the, the thing that they, the, the way they get my, my age group is to bring back like the classic stuff. Um, so they have like classic cards coming out. And so like, anytime I go to like, um, man, I'm trying to think of, uh, what's that used bookstore over here, Vactor? Bookman's, yeah. I, don't I go even into live Bookman's. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I've been in there like uh two or three times. But uh when I go in there and I see like their little glass, you know, case and they have the Pokemon cards, there's like I don't really get nostalgic. Like like I don't have the urge to buy old stuff, but like those are one of them where you get I get that like like that urge of like wanting that just because it's it's what I was collecting as a kid. Um but yeah, nothing else here really looked like that great to me. Uh, there was a Netflix thing they announced. Uh, they have a bunch of dumb shit for like DLC for this Pokemon game that I'm not playing right now. Um, There's, I don't know. This seemed like this was what we what Vactor would call a, a mid release. This is middling at best. I would never say that word. That's a he loves the word, word mid. <laughs> That's it for the news. That whole conversation was mid. Yeah, Jim. <laughs> oh, man. All right. It's time to move on to the Let's Play section. Uh, this week, the PSVR 2 finally came out. It was put up for pre-order November 15th, or on or around November 15th, anyway. That's when I put my pre-order in. And it was just released the other day with a, a slew of games namely Horizon Call of the Mountain. Uh, but you've got some VR upgrades to Resident Evil 8, uh, whatever the game's called. Gran Turismo, I almost called it Forza. Um, I'm not into cars. <laughs> A real racing game? Yeah. A real racing game, although I've heard it's actually pretty, pretty rad in VR. I'll have to try it. I did not try that. Uh, and, you know, Moss, Moss 2, and other things as well. But mainly, PSVR 2 came out. So... I did pre-order it. I did receive my copy as we discussed last week. And I'm going to, here's what I'm going to do. I decided what's the best way to describe this to the boys. So I'm just going to, I'm going to talk about the pros and then I'm going to talk about the cons. 
Here's the pros. The the headset is light. It did take a little bit of getting used to to put it on. Uh, you know, with your, your Oculus Quest, for example, it's very easy to just strap it on. Like you put it on like a baseball hat, I guess is the right. best way to describe it. You know, the strap goes straight across your head. You've got the thing sitting on your eyes. Uh, that doesn't really work particularly well with the PSVR 2 um, because it doesn't have like the soft cushioning on the nose like an Oculus would. So you actually have to tip it back. So the backside of the VR helmet needs to go like to the back of your head. Huh. So you have to sort of do it diagonally backwards. And what that does is that lifts the the actual VR part off of your face and then settles in front of your eyes. And that took me a minute or two to sort of get used to because I kept wanting to <laughs> wear it like I normally would wear a VR headset and it was yeah. super uncomfortable. And I'd be like, wow, they really shit the bed. <laughs> and and the this. one wasn't like this at all for you. It was just no quest like. It's been so long since I played the pers- the first PSVR. I can't right. really recall. Um, it was very clunky. It was very cumbersome. Yeah, it, that I do remember. Uh, you know, f- there was three wires, and the the move controllers were terrible, and it just it worked, but it didn't. That was before you know we had all these newer options for VR now, but. The headset's very cool. It has haptic feedback in the headset, so it'll vibrate. And so if you have the headset on and you press the power button, it gives your head a little vibrate, which is, I didn't, I wasn't expecting that (laughs) when I first put it on. And so it did throw me for a loop, Um, but it does also use that feature within games. So keep that in mind. As soon as you put it on, it goes into pass-through mode. So you see the room around you in black and white and it of course asks you to move all the furniture away it's going to scan the room and it's going to come up with your play space sort of like your boundary like with the the meta quest or the oculus and it does it on its own which is really neat it automatically senses the furniture in the room and it asks you to look around look everywhere and it'll figure that out for you and then you can go in and fine-tune it if it like screwed up a little bit but Mm-hmm. For me, I didn't have any real issue with it. It was able to sense my space very well. Um, and then it implements the eye tracking. So it'll pull up a little menu on the screen. It'll say, follow the dot with your eyes. We're calibrating your eyes. And, and it's it a does... pair of boobs. I was like, and this is amazing. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I don't know why they did this. That's but how... We're going to track Rob's eyes, fellas. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Well, it does ask you, are you a boob man or a butt man? First thing. <laughs> uh, by default, I pick boobs. But it might be different for Vector when he tries his. <laughs> um, so it calibrates the eyes. And then when you're in the menus for the games, like uh, the Horizon games, you don't have to use the sticks. I mean, it's just following your eyes left and right to wherever you want to look. And then you hit X. Mm. So that was pretty neat. Um, let's talk about the cons. Everything else is the cons <laughs> for me. For me. Oh no. For me. That's what I'm saying. So I kept this quiet to myself, boys. 
because I was like, this is going to be good to talk about on the show. Uh, my PSVR 2 shit the bed. Oh, wow. So, and I had to send it back. What? I am oh, no longer in no. possession of what? my PSVR 2. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll get, I'll get to it. So, I was able to download Horizon and play it. And I, I maybe only played like 10 minutes of the game before I ran into my issues. What I can Whoa. tell you so far, the, the first 10 minutes is good. I mean, <laughs> it looks great. The clarity on the, on the PSVR is very good. Like it's better. It's better, obviously, than the PSVR one. Um, it's better than the the Oculus, in my opinion. Um, it, you get a real a real sense of scale in the Horizon game, in particular, because there's giant dinosaur robots walking over you. It's it felt like Jurassic Park. Um, you know, you can pull up your hands. You can see your hands, wiggle your fingers, all the normal stuff. But this was my first indication of a problem. So you have your two PSVR controllers, right? Which definitely take a bit of getting used to to hold. Um, I think, I, I, who did I hear describe it this way? It might have been somebody on the DLC podcast. When you hold your Oculus controllers, you know, you have the hoops around your hands, but you're holding mm-hmm. the sticks and there's the hoops. For the, the, the PSVR tracking, 2 controllers, right. you have to put your hands through the hoops. It's almost like you're holding them backwards. It's, but Wait, it, it's what? form fitting, but it goes against every like instinct of yours how you want to hold these controllers. Oh. That's the best way I can describe it. So it feels like you're holding yeah. it backwards. Yeah, because the quest is like just your thumbs, right? And it's yeah. it's tracking just the thumb kind of thing, right? Vector, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you guys probably yeah. And then you got, you've got the two controllers in your hands, almost like sticks, and then it has the hoops on the end, like you've got almost like a sword with no blade. You know, uh, but it's the opposite weird. with this. You have to put your finger, you have to put your hand through the hoop to hold it. And so it's, it is cumbersome to do. But once you, after a while, you get used to it. But at first it was tough. But this is where I knew I was really have a problem. I, I booted up the game. It says, okay, I get a menu. Exactly. Jeff just put it up on the, the, the group chat. So you see how you have to put your hands through those hoops. Like <laughs> instinctively, you would want to hold it the other way. Yeah, I think. So I had a hard time getting used to that. Anyway, I pull up the game and I get a menu. I don't I'm paraphrasing what the menu said, but it said, you know, okay, to play the game, to to move past this and start playing the game, press X. And so you can see the X button right on the right thumbstick there in that picture. Mm-hmm. I press X and nothing happens. Nothing's happening. <laughs> I'm pressing X and nothing's happening. Uh the button, none of the button inputs are working. I hit the home button. The PS button works fine. It'll pull up the menu. Yeah. I'll go into the menu. All the buttons work. I pull up the game. The buttons are not registering. And I said, oh, that's weird. I wonder what's going on here. So I looked it up. Uh, this is a known issue, you guys, that lo- lots of people oh, are having. Oh, no. So there's all these fixes. It has like a little, if you flip the controller over, there's a little pinhole. Uh-huh. And you just need like a little paper clip and you just reset it, right? And then it'll reset the controller. I did that. Great. Oh, the button works. I can move. This is great. Okay. Must have just been a weird thing. Next, I get to the part with the bow and arrow, which is again like 10 minutes into the game. You pick up the bow and arrow, you pull back, you let go. Wherever your eyes are looking is where 
you're going to aim at. I mean, you have to physically aim, but I think it's, there's aim assist because it's, I didn't miss a shot ever. And I'm like, I've never pulled a yeah. bow and arrow in my life. So it's gotta be looking, it's what gotta the be aim Zelda assist. game. When, what is it? The, yeah. Uh, oh God. Big I don't Zelda know what fan. that's called. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't play that one. Cause Sky, it's not Skyward a real game. Sword. Skyward sword. Yeah. I think. No, they made a, a bow and arrow game just by itself too. Oh, okay. For the Wii. Yeah. Um, so it says, okay, press L to put your bow away, reach over your left shoulder, pull the left trigger, and I do that, and I still have a bow in my hand. <laughs> I do that, I still have a bow in my hand. I do that, I still have a bow in my hand. Over and over. And then the thumbstick doesn't oh, want to move man. anymore. Mm-hmm. And then the X button doesn't do anything. Again, the only thing working is the home buttons. Oh, no. That's like, what is even happening here? Okay. <laughs> go go back to, to Google, Dr. Google. Again, lots of people having this problems, and people are like, yeah, yeah I, I did this long thing, list of things, and it finally fixed it. And tons of people replying, yeah, this doesn't work for me, but the list... After about three days of not being able to play the game, I finally broke down and was like, okay, let me try this list. This guy wanted you to, or the things that it said fixed the situation were, okay, you have to unpair the controllers to the PS5 and then repair them. Uh, You have to reset the controllers to the pinhole. You have to, uh, you have to delete the cache in the PS5 and rebuild, uh, rebuild the cache, or I might be saying that wrong, but all the you have to like find a secret menu. You have to like boot your PS5 in safe mode, essentially, <laughs> and oh my and do God. all these little things. And guess what? Still didn't work. Dang. I still have controllers that do not work in the game, and not just her, uh, Horizon. Like I pulled up the Resident Evil demo, mm-hmm. the VR demo, didn't work. Um, pulled up Moss, didn't work. Like I just the buttons will not register in a game. Wow. So. Especially the X button, that is like the yeah, button. the one button you need the most, <laughs> the, the button. So finally, I broke down and I was like, okay, I'm going to call PSVR support because I'm looking online, I'm looking on Twitter. Tons of people are experiencing this problem, but there's silence on the the end of Sony because, yeah. like, I would imagine I'm no expert, but I would imagine you know it's a, a firmware issue or software issue, and it's something that potentially could be patched, maybe because. It works in theory, but it doesn't work in the game. So I'm like, well, are they going to release a patch? Are they going to do this, that? There's nothing. There's nothing on this. Tons of people adding PlayStation and PlayStation just like, la, 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 buy your PSVR 2. So I finally get somebody on the phone. I called PSVR 2 tech support. It was a two-hour wait. Oof. Uh, So I had them call me back. Finally, they call me back, and I said, you know, this is the problem I'm having have you troubleshooted? And I was like, yes, <laughs> I've done everything <laughs> that I could possibly find online and it's still not working. Uh, and I said, are you guys getting a lot of calls about this? And she goes all day, all day. We're oh getting calls God. about this. And so she says, well, I would tell you to do this, 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 and this, but you already did it. You already did everything I was going to tell you to do. So what you need to do is get, go to the PlayStation direct website, open up the live chat, and talk to these people and they'll get you they'll get you set and so i finally did that which was a whole other story because the the live chat sucks on psdirect.com but ultimately 
they're like, yeah, uh, this we're just having issues and we we don't have a fix for it right now. So you're just going to have to send it back. <laughs> and I was Oof. like, oh, so like just the controllers, you'll send me new controllers. And they're like, no, you have to send <laughs> the entire thing <laughs> back to oh, us. Dang. And we will get you a new one. They, made a, like, well, they make a label for you? Yes, they uh, did. They did that? Okay. Yes. Uh, and so I boxed oh, it all up. <laughs> I boxed it all up and sent it back. <laughs> and I'm oh. no longer in possession of my, of my PSVR 2. Wow. Uh, so that was, it came with uh, much fanfare and left with a big poop on the floor. <laughs> mm. So they're sending wow. you another one? Yes, they are sending me another one. They opted to refund me or send me another one. And I was like, well, I want this. So yeah, yeah. Send that, me another one. And it it said it could be up to like 30 days. Uh with the amount of time it takes for them to get it from me. They said once they receive it, it takes up to 10 days for them to process it and then get a new one out, and then plus mailing time after that. So, you know, up to 30 days or whatever. So I'm just listening longingly to like DLC podcast <laughs> and all these others talking about how it's all these things are amazing. And I'm like, yeah, but it probably was it just an hour long podcast tease. That yeah. is, uh, that's almost, that's pretty unforgivable or unforgivable. Like, yeah, it's not like a PC where you have to like, like they know every device you could possibly plug into this to make, you know, that works with it, you know? So it's not like, they know all the hardware. There's no variation here. So the idea that I plug this thing in and it's not working is like, uh, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty bad. Especially, you know, Microsoft had that rap for a long time, right? Now Sony, because when I, actually, funny enough, my PlayStation shit the bed at one point and I had to send my PlayStation back uh, within the last year because I did it when I was at this place. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's funny because you know Xbox got a lot of stuff uh, for the 360, and that was pretty terrible. But this generation, I've had to send my PlayStation back, uh, surprisingly. Yeah, so eventually I'll get the PSVR 2 back, <laughs> and I'll have hopefully positive things to say. What I did Dang. play of Horizon was pretty good. I was very impressed with the visuals. I was impressed with the eye tracking. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're doing eye tracking, is it is it is it like a consistent like selection on the screen and it's moving as your eyes move is how yeah. that functions? Yeah. So there's a, when you're in a menu using the eye tracking, so you've got your menu options. So mm. let's say there's three, like one to your left, one in the middle and one to your right. And right. so you'll, you'll be looking around left to right and there's a little cursor on the screen, almost like a mouse and it's following your eye. It's following oh, where okay. you're looking. Okay. So there's actually like an indication of, okay. Yeah. That's and then you just click and then, you know, you'll look at one option in the menu and it'll get bigger. So mm. it's like not only is there a little mouse, whatever you happen to be looking at is physically getting a little bit bigger, just making it obvious. This is what yeah. you're looking at. Can you um, can you blink at it? And enter uh, the, you can't. Can it did. X button. Yeah, it does. It does register your blinks because there are some games coming out that are that where that's a gameplay mechanic. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, right, it right. wasn't. Yeah. Anything they asked me to do, f- at least from what I saw in Horizon, but I know that that does track that. So, like I said, it uh, it's good on paper, but not good in practice. At least for me, I got poo pooed on uh, <laughs> big time. Dang. So, uh, more to come. We'll get back to the story eventually when I get my PSVR two back. 
Yeah. I can't wait. So that was my experience, boys, and said, fine, I'll just play Harry Potter. <laughs> I'll go back to my <laughs> Harry Potter game. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. I spent the rest oh, of the week man. playing Harry Potter. So what what level are you now in Harry Potter? Uh, I'm a 17, I think. Okay. Um, so you got I, your broom? I got I my broom presume, in Harry yes. Potter. Um, I've... I haven't been sticking with the story a lot lately. So the first, I don't want to spoil it too bad because I don't know if you're this far, but uh, there's a big, tr- you have to find a book. Like you have to go get an individual and bring back a book to like a secret place. Yes, under yes, Hogwarts. I'm, I'm past that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I read a book. And then, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then you go do his trial, right? Like, so you get yeah. sent out into the wood. That mm. was the last story mission that I did. Okay. And now yeah. everything else, I've just been like, okay, the the guy at the uh the wizard broom shop is asking me to like upgrade my brooms and do tests yeah. and I'm Potion flying around. Guy wants you to run shit around for yeah, him. and yeah. I'm just running in and seeing what I can find. Cause now that I have the 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 broom, like I'm in this open world area and I'm like, I just want to like look around, man. Like I'm finding caves and puzzles and Merlin trials and yeah, this, that, and the other. And so I'm I'm having a good time and I've I've sh- I've shifted my mindset into being like, okay, my wizard, my guy, is is gonna be a dick. He's a <laughs> he's a dick wizard, because I decided that if with a Wii mod, like I said, I my I have the yeah. the spell regen, the spell cooldown off, but I also mm-hmm. turned on, uh, don't pay any money for things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, every time I go to a keep. Or a shop or whatever. I'm like, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. And in my mind, I'm justifying this by like, well, he's my guy's a actually a better wizard than most people think, and he's just tricking these people into giving them shit for free. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, well, if I'm gonna go that far to pretend that this is how I'm justifying it, now every time I interact with somebody, I'm picking the asshole choice ah, in, nice. the, in the tree. And I'm like, my guy's actually just a dick. <laughs> he steals from every shopkeep. Oh man. You <laughs> you he, choose the second option in the in the language yeah, tree. He's or way whatever. better at magic. He's like the second coming of Jesus, <laughs> like when it comes to, to wizardry. <laughs> and he's a total asshole to everybody. At every That's, mission, they're like, Do you want to do that for me? You're like, I don't know, really. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep this that I found for you. Like I've just sort of shifted into that mode. So that's that's how I've been playing oh, Hogwarts Legacy man. lately. That's good. Yeah, so I, I got my broom as well. And I also did the thing where I was like, uh, when we talked last week, I was like, oh, yeah, why am I not just modding this game and getting rid of shit I don't like and just, you know, helping myself get through this? So uh, I found my broom, and it is a game changer, especially once you step out of Hogwarts, once you're mm-hmm. in that world to go in. That is so crucial to get around and uh actually if you're trying to get through the game fast or you know make some decent progress uh rob i think like you said the unlimited uh spells like so i can just like one after the other i don't have to wait for the cooldown Mm -hmm. uh that's been huge um i also did the uh nothing costs money i don't want to manage money or find gold or like struggle for it i'm just going to eat shopping to me like what do you got give it to me yeah i buy everything uh i don't have to go find things your dick is now a noodle (laughs) is what i get (laughs) (laughs) oh man and then um so then the other thing though on that list you should do is uh it once once you start playing some more stuff um is turn on that unlimited broom 
um, boost. Because uh, uh, that, did... <laughs> oh man, that oh, I could not imagine having to. <laughs> like, I'm trying to finish this game before Zelda and other things come out, and I, if I had to spend all that, you got time, two months. Waiting for a boost cooldown, I would be so pissed. Yeah, uh, I do. Yeah, I do have some time. I still got to finish God of War too, so that's why I'm trying to get rid of this game. But um, yeah, this uh, this thing is like super fun. This is like this is the best thing Harry Potter's had since the movies, and like this is like right up there with the quality of the movies so far. Um, even the story, Rob, you'll you'll get to a bunch more like after that too. Uh, I'm not at the second trial just yet, but I'm getting there. I think my wizard's level 20, 21, mm-hmm. something like that. Because uh, I was just banging out mission after mission and like between the broom being unlimited and then opening the fast travel points with that. Yeah. I'm just snapping along like through, through the whole game. I'm like, oh, okay, I need to be there. Boom, fast travel. All right, I need to go here. Boom, fast travel. Like... It's going super quick now. So you're so different than um, me. Like I don't. I've never used the fast travel. I'm like oh, unless wow. I'm in <laughs> Hogsmeade or I'm in Hogwarts. Okay, I'm not using so it because like if I'm out and about, I'm like I want to fucking broom around. Like I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've been brooming around left and right. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is uh, yeah, the the mod that is like, and you know, it's funny because I think I think Vactor could benefit a lot from that with these games because I think. If you do the right moves, like if you do just like, I mean, I'll die because I haven't turned on unlimited health or anything. So I still have to buy the little, uh, yeah, the green potion, the wiggle buy. or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> yeah. buy it. I have I'm not 20 about of them. I have to buy them. Yeah. Also, um, <laughs> I did it too because that reminds me because I don't feel like I don't really want to do like the potion creating stuff yeah. or the. Nope the plant stuff like you i don't want to make a plant that bites people yep i don't yeah, give a I'm shit like i just want the plants. things so <laughs> i'm just yep. like i will buy 100%. them for free yeah and so yeah 100 percent. i'm in i'm in the same boat that that takes out like a good chunk and like in fact i'm in a mission now where in order to unlock the next thing i have to get i have to go find one of those plants and like make it bite somebody or whatever like it's finally forcing me to do that so uh yeah i'm just gonna go buy them or go f- buy the seeds and just be done with it uh instead of having to create something in the botany lab or whatever um with the room of requirement sitting there yeah. for 10 minutes while it grows but yeah i will say though like the main quest lines on here are my favorite things you know there's some interesting side stuff happening uh and then i'm i'm looking to unlock some of the uh the forbidden curses you know uh and that's like, just the, gonna, that's like the main yeah, side. Everybody, no cooldown. I'm going to get over. I'm going to get over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm really saying. Because <laughs> I imagine when you get that in game, there's a big cooldown on that. But me, Probably. when you mod it, I'm going to be able to just wreck everything. <laughs> so, Who would have thought? Uh, not us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested to see uh, some of those more powerful uh, spells and stuff. And uh yeah, the the but the main storyline, the the trial that you went through, like that stuff to me is uh yeah, super interesting. They've done it really well. Uh I'm I'm pretty engaged when those missions are coming on. Uh, you know, when I'm chasing down some, you know, chuckle fucks stupid pet that ran away. I don't like that. But you know, See, that when I'm sounds doing the main, like, he, like a slur. Fine. 
uh, Trent, but this is that's how J.K. Rowling names her characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, My he's half wizard, Dreamiest half Chucklebuck. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's it's like mud blood, but not. It's like a you know something else. It's like a a troll mixed with the wizard. If you yeah. say so, <laughs> it's a good game, Trent. Yeah, it's good. I was, I was gonna say if you got fired, at least you'd have time to play Hogwarts for a little while. <laughs> yeah, but, you could just yeah, but hang that out. not so much. All right, more to come on uh, Hogwarts Legacy. I'm sure uh, Jeff and I will have plenty to say over the next few weeks about that game. Uh, But let's move on to Last of Us Episode 7, premiered on HBO Max this last week. Spoilers, obviously. This is called Left Behind. As Joel fights to survive, Ellie looks back on the night that changed everything. What did you think of this episode? Trent, tell us the highlights. This was the DLC episode. Also... Originally, it was a comic book, um, The Last of Us American Dreams. And I liked both the comic book and the DLC. This is where you find out that Ellie is, uh, as Jeff would say, pitching for the other team. She is not liking the men, Jeff. She don't like the boys. So yeah, this She is would rather go eat out. at Taco Bell than Ted's dogs if you catch our <laughs> <dreams>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So oh, I I man. liked the way that they did it in the show that I thought everything was faithfully rec- recreated and the Mortal Kombat 2 moment had a big impact on me because they made it specifically for Mortal Kombat players when you put your quarter in and you hear that noise it was like it immediately took me back to that moment when I was playing Mortal Kombat 2 every Saturday for a couple months straight. And I just loved it. I was glad that they actually got the, you know, the license to do Mortal Kombat 2 because in the game, they had to make up their own game. So I was happy Mm. to see, actually get to see a full gameplay of Melina doing her fatality, which I was like, how would they know the fatalities if they're living in this apocalyptic world? There is no sign out, man. Yeah, she was just playing around. There's there's no sign of the internet from anything that we've seen. So I don't know how she knew that fatality. Maybe somebody but... uh, wrote down the fatalities in that pun book she found. Ooh. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good um, character-building episode with Ellie specifically to see what she was like before she met Joel. And then also to kind of give you the the realization of why she cares. Like she doesn't want to lose Joel the same way that she lost. Um, and now I'm blanking on her name. Um, her almost girlfriend. And I thought it was very well done. I think I heard a couple sniffles from my wife sitting next to me as she was watching it, but another very good. It's on the couch. That's weird. (laughs) Another very good episode of the last of us. What about you, Jeffy? Yeah, I think uh I think Factor summed it up pretty well. Um, you know, I I think it was uh again like the coolest things from this are, are how you know they change subtle things here and there. Um that you know, the scene of them dancing on the uh the display, you know, whatever counter things or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't know what you would call them. Yeah. Uh stuff like that. Like I just remember that from the game of it being like with the, such a change um, from the masks, 
the Halloween yeah. mask on. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember, like, just visually, like, because you think about that game, like, it's pretty drab. It's pretty, like, there's not a lot of colors. There's not a lot of stuff happening here. It's it's pretty gray, you know, brown, green, you know, very dull. And uh, I feel like this episode kind of did what the DLC had, had done, where it, it changed, uh, you know, it had a good, it was a nice switch up, I guess, is... Is what I should say. I enjoy the the change from the uh, the boring kind of background, just you know, uh, decrepit walls and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was good. I love that DLC when it came out. I thought it was like it was you know one of the, my favorite DLCs that I play. You know, th- that game being one of my favorite games of all time. I was like, the DLC right. fits perfect. And even they mention it uh, in the after show thing. They're like. You know, people working on that on that show are like, "Oh, I get to work on this episode." Like, I, I was, I figured this would be, you know, I would say like episode three is probably still the the big standout for this this year. But if like prior to the season, I would have banked on on this one being the you know the the highlight of the season. But yeah, I thought it was good. I I still enjoy it. I was telling my wife about this episode after the fact she doesn't she doesn't want to watch it but she always asks how was it what happened Mm. (laughs) and i said here's what you got to take away for anybody watching this show if you're watching the show and the character is not joel or the character is not ellie just expect them to die (laughs) 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 because you're going to get introduced all these characters and none of them are going to live so just wrap your mind around that and it was fine um i agree great episode uh this might come as a shock to you boys i never played the dlc for last of us I only played the first game and the second game. Mm. Uh, now, I plan to go back and play it. I, I think I spoke on this last week just a tad. When I played Last of Us originally, it was the PS3 version, and I was borrowing it from a friend and the PS3, which I still have. It's over there. So I didn't have the DLC readily available to me. But I do have the remake with the DLC. So one of these days, I'll get back to it. So the whole episode was new to me. But I do know the gist of the DLC. So I was able to be like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing here. I know they're diving into this oh, little well. area a little bit. Oh, well. What the? <laughs> That's from Mortal Kombat 2. That's my reaction for Rob not playing the yeah. DLC. <laughs> oh, man, you should have been toasty. Yeah. Something the... like that. <laughs> toasty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Man. Uh, so this episode was very toasty. I'm looking forward to <laughs> next week's episode. Can't wait to speak more about it. And that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Sandbox Gamers After Dark podcast. But don't leave. I have a couple quick things to tell you. You got to check out the Vactorverse. Vactor's YouTube show where he sits down every week with different guests, myself included. We just talked about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. But everything and anything comic book, you're going to find these sweet-ass videos on YouTube, tell him, Vector. Yeah, I'm doing different comic creator interviews where they're talking about their different comic book origin stories, as well as there's a lot of podcasters that I'm interviewing. So they're talking about their different podcast origins. But the latest episode just came out this week with Mr. Mike Spring. He has a Kickstarter that just launched. Um, it's all about this sci-fi or romantic comedy uh, superhero storyline so it's called uncaped and i backed his kickstarter 
I think you should check out the interview and the Kickstarter. Mr. Mike Spring of Out of Time Comics. He has your money. You should have said, where'd you get that shirt? Mike? How'd you pay for that shirt, Mike? (laughs) Anyway, check that out on YouTube, Vactorverse. Hit subscribe on that. Also, check out Treknopod, a more traditional podcast out every week with co-host Shaw, co-captain Shaw, I guess is what you can call him. Uh, where Shop and Vactor are talking everything and anything Star Trek related. And right now they are currently plowing through the episode, or excuse me, not episode, the season three of Picard. How are you enjoying Picard so far? Don't spoil it because I want them to I want them to listen to the pod. But just quick, how, how are you enjoying Picard? So Don't far, fall asleep on me. So good. So good, everybody. So <laughs> check out Trek No Pod wherever or, you get your podcast. <laughs> you can find links for both those shows in the show notes. You can also find our link tree in the show notes. Link tree forward slash the sandbox gamers. That's going to point you in the direction to all our social media outlets. So if you're the type that wants to follow us, well, now you can. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, do all the things, and last but certainly not least, GG, everybody, GG. Did you? I found a spear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>